This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's the haps? I'm great. And if you're hearing this, we are pre-recording because you yes. are now, as of right now, in the French Riviera. That's right. J Tren. <laughs> as they Love say it. in Fra. Fra. <laughs> the South of Fra. You're going to come back to saying half words. It's going right. to be great. And a um, lot of breathy words. Yeah. I am so excited for you to go on your vacay. I feel like you have Thank not you. done a real trip in maybe in the amount of time that we've been doing the show. I don't know. Have you done like a full vacation, like a week long? Never vacation? a week. Never a week long. I, I don't know. You know, I, I guess I'm, you know, the, I hear about that burnout stuff mm-hmm. and it sounds like something people talk about on TikTok that have you know, don't really work. You said so. <laughs> well, it sounds like some. I feel like the way that you describe it sounds like how I would imagine like any man in like the 1930s talked about therapy. <laughs> I don't believe like, in it. Softies, like right, you don't know, yeah. and live through the depression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my life is a vacation. You know, I don't give myself enough credit that like we well, go to work, we come in here. You know, we take yeah. the podcast. We leave. I, listen, I'm not saying a podcast is the hardest thing in the world, but it is a very you know. It is an energized conversation where you are on for yes. an hour, hour plus. And I don't know about you. I walk out of here and I go, I have to have my lids lowered at half mast and just be quiet for quiet, a while. Yeah, yes, not right. talk to anybody. Like yeah, I, you have to bring it. You got to bring it. And when we go on shows, we do the we do go on stage. We go to the live show. When we get done with the live show, we're on stage hour and a half. That's yeah. a long show. We're on. We're bringing it. And then you, we go to the back room. I'm like, okay. okay. Need, a, need a second. Where's my Where's my friend? My phone. Where's my <laughs> yeah, best friend? Let me, yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> Straight um, to the phone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's definitely a thing in that way, and I, you have to like we make it we make it look easy. <laughs> right. um, but no, you have to bring a you have to bring thoughts. You have to bring conversation. It's again, it's not the hardest job in the world, but it is not necessarily the easiest well, every day. It's also. To the point of like, and you I don't do th- a lot of these as well. I, I never shut the fuck up, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, we, but also like, I, it's hard. I think, I, I think this is relatable, not just comedy, but anything now that's like work from home. You have your phone at all hours. You're always kind of tethered. There's, there's right. this rope that tethers you to whatever career you're in or job you're in that you forget to like unhook from. Right. And if I, you know, when sometimes I'll go do shows and I'll stay at a nicer hotel. That's not a vacation. You're still doing shows. You know, you're still thinking about the show. You're still making sure the whole day is towards the show. You're in a town that maybe you wouldn't have gone to. You didn't really choose to go to, you know, like all those things. So this is my first time doing like 11 days. Just for you. Just me. Just J Tren. Is that how they say train in France? Tren. 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 It's nasal. Tren. She's like, you Jews can't say it. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to sound like such an American when I'm there. Um, yeah, so this is like the first time. And I'm I'm excited for it just to just not. And I'm getting, I can even feel myself getting like, I'm at the edge of like needing to back away from it. Like I'm, you know, I'm having moment. I'm having meltdowns, like public melt, meltdowns. I've had a couple. That's when you know you need a vacation. I need, right? it, it, it has been, I went to this restaurant in Providence and I walked in and I go, and it they close at 10. I walk, it's a really good restaurant in Providence. It's like been around for, my parents used to go there. They okay. would travel down from Boston. It's called Al Forno. And it's like, you know, restaurants now, every restaurant now is like, tries to be inventive and they try to be, do a thing and shared plates. I would say this place was kind of, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) This place was somewhat ahead of the game as far as being an inventive, like, you know, place that was, you know, trying to do things. They invented family style. They invented (laughs) them. When you're here, you're family. That's their whole tagline. Yeah. So I I had a show in Providence on Thursday, 
They closed at 10. So I knew Thursday was the only night I was going to be able to go to this restaurant and get a good meal. And so I walk in and it's like 9.30, Why did you go so late? Because I had the show. Okay. Right. Seven to, you know, the show's at 7.30, goes till nine. Right. You know, okay. get yourself together, drive there. So like get in the Uber. Fair, fair. So it's 9.40, but I've gone there in the past and they've turned me away. Okay. Because I've gotten there too late. They don't know who you are. So I, and I tried. I was like, do you know the You Up podcast? So <laughs> I, so I literally got to the door 940. So this is hanging in the back of my mind that I've been turned down before. Okay. So I go to the front, you know, the, the maitre d'. I'm like, did I make it? And they're like, yeah, come in. Where do you want to sit? And I go, oh, I kind of want to go to that outdoor bar. They have an outdoor bar. And then the guy, there's a guy walking in from the restaurant going, nah. We're done. We're closed. Oh, wow. And I go. That's devastating. I go, come on, man. I go, I, I came here from New York. My parents used to come here. I just want to get a meal. Please. I, I don't know. Come on. I, I, it says it's all closed at 10. I'll play What's double. going on? And he goes, the guy, yeah, I'll, I'll do anything. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> come on. You're like the guy from Fire Festival. <laughs> right. <laughs> and at that moment, I knew. So I, I. And he goes, no, I mean, the outside bar is closed. <laughs> and I go, and he you're, goes, you're already crying. I'm literally, and he goes, and legit, he goes, you can sit at this bar. And the, the bar is literally with a whole crowd of people with an open seat, seven inches away from me. So I just had this huge <laughs> meltdown right. in front of the place that now I have to go, oh, okay. Wiping away tears. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just sit right here. And yeah. then I go, oh yeah, no, totally. I, 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 the outdoor bar is closed. Yeah, no, no, no problem. Cool. And I sat down in the chair and I start, I'm like, and the guy comes over. He's like, hey, the, the bartender that was watched this whole thing. He's like, you okay? how you doing, man? <laughs> and you're like, shit, I should have left. <sighs> Damn yeah. it. I just embarrassed myself. Oh, I can never come back. And I go, ah, oh, man, I, I'm just going to, I'll take a glass of wine. Like I'm trying to like make like nothing happen. I go, yeah, I thought you guys were closing. He goes, I was wondering what was going on over there. Like, <laughs> I was like, I gotta get out of the well, country. I need a vacation. That is an ex- yeah. You gotta get out of the country. Everyone now is that they're watching you, making sure that you don't come into their restaurants. Right. <laughs> Having just legit meltdowns. He's uh, on the that edge guy, of his rope. Right. That guy needs to go to Nice. <laughs> That's what they're I, thinking. I'm very excited for you. I think it's going to be such a great trip. I can't wait to watch the medium level of postage from yes. Instagram. The content is out there. Yes. And then, yeah, do it for, for the You Up podcast production team. Please let us know all the things that you pronounce wrong. Oh, I'll just, ca- we can just get them. a super cut. I'll yes. tape every single yes. word. <laughs> tape every, we could do like a, uh, like a mashup. Of that. Yeah. yeah. Like all the, and I'll just tape myself asking where the bathroom is. Um, I'd like a table for one. Aww. <laughs> I Jibu think. Yeah. Solo, solo. Alone. How do you say all alone in French? Tout seul. Tout seul. Tout seul. Tout seul. Tout seul. How do you say then beach you have to do the, chair the upside for upside down smile on your physical? Yeah, tout seul. I'll paint myself like a mime. mime yeah, yeah, you could tout seul. That'll be me. Un. <laughs> How do you say one bottle of rosé for one, please? That's all you're going to be oh, saying. Oh, I'll be chugging wine. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I wish I could see it. But listen, as they say in the business, the show must go on. Yes, that's and why we you're are listening. Here. Right that's now. why you're listening. We don't take weeks off virtually. No days off. No days off. Jordana, what's going on in your life? Anything specific? Anything coming Anything up? <laughs> <laughs> what is specifically going Anything on in going my life? Down? Um, I will have just been in Montauk for the weekend. So, Ooh, are you a Hamptons person? Um, I don't have a Hamptons house, so I would no. say I'm not a Hamptons person. <laughs> okay. If I get an invite to the Hamptons to someone else's house, you're in. I'm down. Down. And when I was younger and single, I was in Montauk a lot. Really? 2016, 2017 summers, I was there embarrassingly large amount of time. Do you do, do a share house? Did you yeah. friends? Are you mooching? What, what was the deal? We did a share house in Montauk. We called it Venmo beach house. Venmo beach house. There were like three people who like paid for the house and then you'd have to like claim your weekend and Venmo them. So we called it Venmo beach house. That's funny. Yeah. I used to go every weekend to the, to the extent that my therapist was like, maybe you should try meeting people in 
in other places. Well, I... <laughs> this doesn't seem to be working for you. Well, there is yeah. a thing in dating, and I've experienced this myself, and I've, I have i don't know, we might have talked about it, where it's the trying to date someone who's the, I'm with my family all the time. I'm right. in my thing all the time. Yes. And, and, and if, I think it happens to a lot of women, too. Where, like, I experience from the guy side, where it's like, you know, I... Too into your thing. Too into your yeah. thing. Where you're like, you are immovable. Right. You are, uh, and that's okay, but I think you have to admit to it. Yeah. You I, know, went a, I went a couple too many weekends, I think. Yeah, you get, sometimes you'll be like, so let's do drinks this Wednesday. And they're like, I have a nephew. And you're like, okay. <laughs> you know, and right. I am with it I'm all going the home. time. Yeah. I'm going home. The I'm going yeah. home the woman. The I'm going home woman is a very specific type of woman who goes home. All the time. <laughs> She goes home and we say home. Was that a Betches article you just read? That was my my, my extremely enlightening statement of the century. No, she goes home to her parents' place, I think, more frequently almost than she used to do. And Mm. I think that this happens at a certain time in, in someone's life, especially I think if they're single, where they're kind of like, doesn't really seem to be much going on on the weekend, especially if you have friends who are all maybe like, or most of them are like married or next phase of life. Right. Or have kids or something. You're kind of like, I'm going to go home. Mm. But then it becomes, if you, if you go home too much, then you become a going home woman. Yes. It, it, it does feel like there's two extremes of city women. Yes. And, and I'm saying this from, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not hating on no it. No judgment. No, it's judgment. Well, judgment. A little is, bit of judgment. This is all judgment. Okay, fine. <laughs> this is my judgment <laughs> from afar. I'm sure there's, ver- I'm saying from a guy's perspective, there's two versions of single city women. There's going home woman. Okay. Always going home. Always nephew. Always niece. Always home. Yes. Always, oh, I'll come back on a Monday morning bright and early and I'll commute in with the commuters. Right. And it's like. You're not, re- and something about it is like you, right. as a dater, you're like, I, I guess I'm just trying to fit into this home woman's right. life. Well, it can feel like the home is their real life. And this is just someplace they come in to like, see if there's something going on and, try and then to go pick home. something off the rack. Right. Well, it's kind of doesn't feel like, sometimes it can feel like they don't really want to be here. They want to yes. be like, they, they're not as comfortable here as they are at home, which I get it's home. Yes. It's comfortable. Totally. But I do think it can sometimes be used as like this sort of escapism thing from, you know, especially again, I'm, you know, I've been the aunt or the person, you know, you go, you go there, you know, you're accepted, you know, you're loved. It's a great place to have to go home. And it's the part of life you kind of want to be at. You're ready for that. You're ready for couching on a Saturday. You're ready for wine on the deck. Yes. You know, you, and I understand that as a 37 year old guy, I do see, I'm like, oh yeah, that would be nice. But it does feel like they've opted out right. of reality. Yes. Or they've, you know, or they've spent so much time there in lieu of creating that their own life for themselves. Yes. In the city they're in. Yeah. And, and it's a little, I don't know, I, would, I wouldn't call the word, use the word intimidating. There's just something I'm like, I think what you said before, They say, it seems unhappy. Well, it's just kind of <laughs> like, I think for, for myself or for someone else, or and you would hope, I would hope that an exciting date would keep me from going home would be like, I'd rather do the date that I'm going to work going home around the date. Sure. Versus I'm going to work the date around going home. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That that perfectly said, because it does sometimes feel like you're like, and again, it's okay to do that. But like, you also have to admit like, Date isn't at the top of my list. Going home right, is at the top of my saying. list. Yeah. yeah. It's not as big of a priority then in that as dating. If you're they going never home. admit that though. Going home, right. woman. No, they're trying. <laughs> you know, well, like, well, I, I, I mean, the thing about going home is home is always there. That's sort of the, the beautiful, easy. that's yeah. the beautiful thing about home yes. is that it's always there. So to me, if I was the one at home, I would be like to the person who was coming home, I'd be like, don't give up plans for coming home. Sure. Like, I'd be pushing them out right, of the home. Right. Go make the the life for yourself and then, you know, come home when, or, when you don't have anything going on. Or start dating people here. Yeah. You know, move, move to the suburbs. Move home. Time yeah. to move home. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Then the other extreme is um, go out woman yes. <laughs> who's like out. Yes. Like going to places that I'm like, that is too much energy for me. Too much out. Too much out. Right. And well, they have I a, might have been that person with the Montauk-ness. Right. The right. Montauk-ness yeah. is like the, they're, they're just a crew of Samanthas from <laughs> from 
<laughs> from Sex and the from City. Long like, Island. Right? They're just a bunch of Samanthas all just yeah. drinking and fucking, and we're out. We go to this right. nice place and that nice place. We're and ready like, to go. We know the, we know the, pl- the places that you go. We know the time that you're supposed to get there. Every we know restaurant. The, yeah. They know every, right. every chef is opening a new thing right. and there's a new event. And you're like, how are you affording this? You right. know, you have a moment of that. Yeah. You need something in the middle. And I, the middle uh, is great when you get a little bit of both. It's great. I don't know. I I think it's hard to achieve. I think it's easier to be the extreme. Yeah. Because it's easier, I think, to be go out woman with her go out crew and the group of Samanthas in their high heels and, you know, having a huff and a cig outside of, you know, Acme. And then, you know, <laughs> yes. and then, you know That's I think where she is. you can yes. get caught down that road. And then it's also easier to be like, you know, in your grandma's old clothing right. on the jack, hanging not, out at home. Not having to get up. Yeah. Right. No, it's I hard. Totally agree. Listen, I am. I, as, it's all about balance. It's all about balance. That's what they say. I don't know. I, it's hard. It's hard to. But you notice it as a guy. I, I'm saying it is noticed. Right. I notice it. Yeah. It's just a person who notices things. Yes. But also, I think having been in that phase, it does feel like you do feel more. Usually it's hard to be exactly in the middle. You Can't usually be. feel more drawn to one way or another. And I remember that's how I knew I was very into Mike at the end of summer 2017 when I was like, I think I'm not going to go to Montauk Ooh. this weekend. For Labor, it was for Labor Day, I remember. I, I think I shall... I stay in the city. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I think I'll say no to the surf lodge. The surf lodge. No Rush surf Myers. lodge. I yeah. found something better. Rush Finally. Myers. Yeah, Rush Myers. Have you ever been to Montauk? I've been to Montauk um, twice, once, once. My brother had a house with friends. Oh, nice. And I remember I went like 5 a.m jitney out there and i remember like waking up there and then doing the montauk thing lots of fun very it's a great area i mean like everything out there it's 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 as much it's easy to hate on yeah but but it's also it's very because it's basic but it's it's things are basic for a reason it's all fantastic and it is very uh reesh you know it feels very pristine out there it, it looks how it's explained is how I would say. Right. And then the, the the other thing about out there, the thing that sucks out there is the waiting in lines to get into bars. I didn't expect that as much, but it's not New York City. You can't just go to the bar next door. Right. There's only a few bars and now there's so many people there. It's very crowded. I mean, I haven't been again since the summer of 2017. So right. this is my first foray back as an adult-ish um, What's the person. plan? I mean, listen. If only we could break ground in Long Beach and build <laughs> right the build. super hotels that we you know that you have dreamt of, Jordana. Give me twenty years and like a hundred million dollars, <laughs> and I will build the Hamptons of the Jord- New Hamptons. Jordana gets up because I have a dream yes, to knock down all of these old <laughs> decrepit pizza shops and. Lo- People's like these are people's favorite places. Yeah. I've been going there a thousand years. Knock it down. down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Mr. Burns of, right. of um of Long Beach. Who's the crew in Montauk for an adultish weekend? Well, this is where Mike's birthday is um on Ooh. July 31st. So summer birthday. Yeah. We're going Love with it. his friends. His friend has a has his his friend's parents have a house. Love it. Going gonna be great i'm excited oh that's a beautiful weekend we pray for good weather we pray oh yeah i didn't even we think pray of that to the sun gods we will yeah fingers crossed for all this country that will determine the this weekend. world you know yeah to be good weather anyway so. well that's where i will have been Love and it. i'm excited for you i'm sure we'll be talking throughout your trip but oh we'll be talking and if you're out there and you want to come to a show i'm doing shows once i'm back uh i gotta i gotta pay for this trip so <laughs> So yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm be. I'm sure it's expensive. Well, the most, French, well, now the euro, you're gonna be great. Dollar for. Everyone yeah. keeps saying that to me. Everyone, my brother's like, oh, it's dollar for dollar. I'm like, okay, so I'm spending what I would spend here. I don't understand. It's still probably a little more expensive, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like my mom. Like, no, you get the taxes on the way back. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to do that. Really? Yeah. It's a little better for you than it's it better. Was. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll come back with all my fra stuff. <laughs> come back. And talking and, about the right, the inflation and the yes, price, the world economy. Dressed as Lacoste alligator, uh, <laughs> we got a new, we got a New York show. People, yeah, you're listening right now. The U Up Live is in New York City. This you're gonna be fresh. Oh, I will be fresh as a daisy, ready yes. to go. 
Tan. Tan. Speaking French. Chugging wine. Maybe I'll have switched off of flavored vodka as my drink to the wine game. Oh, interesting. That could be a big no thing. No more Citroën. <laughs> Absolutely. Now citron. you're back. You're, you're going to be on your faux pas game. I, oh, I'll be drinking faux pas left and right. Um, Dayton, Ohio, Brooklyn, New York, Washington, D.C., Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, New York, uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Timonia, Maryland, Richmond, Virginia, jaredfree.com for tickets. Also, the TED Talk is out there somewhere. Yes. Please go watch, share. I think it's just a perfect Share it with everyone. Commercial. Who, you're going to know when you listen to the thing who needs to hear it. Send it yes. to them. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy. They're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt. It's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. What are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about texting ratios. Texting ratios. Maths for you. Love a a math episode. Yes. Put on your glasses. Get out your abacus. Okay. Hi, J&J. Long time listener. Huge fan of everything you do. I'm recently single and getting back into the dating scene after a year or so. Welcome back. Welcome. I remember Jared said one time that there should be a balance of blue versus gray bubbles within text combos, a.k.a. you don't want the whole screen to be blue and you texting novels when the other person is texting single lines. This is stuck in my mind and brings me to another question. Is there a desired ratio of taking turns initiating text convos? With my ex, I never thought about this really as we would text slash call slash FaceTime each other as we felt like it. Now I'm dating again. I'm wondering if I'm putting in too much effort texting guys first. For example, I've been on two dates with a guy and we text every couple of days or so and have a good back and forth convos. That said, I'm realizing I text first 60% of the time around-ish. I mean, my God. (laughs) But who's counting? (laughs) I'm definitely not afraid to text a guy if I'm interested and don't believe the guy should put in all of the effort. But is there a point in which if he's not taking the turn texting first, I should read between the lines and figure he's not interested? Would a guy who is interested be starting the convo over 60% of the time versus me? Should it be 50-50? Interested to hear your thoughts. Thanks as always. I mean, I like when they say, Jared said, you know, uses yes, my words. People always take your, your oh, yeah. thing and mold it into some theory yeah. that you don't actually I've always, if anything, I've always said text when you have something to say. I do believe in saying, if you're wondering if you're bothering someone, then you're doing too much. That would be my thing. I think it's like, like you always say this too, especially on your AMAs and stuff. Like, you know yourself. Are you a crazy person? Are you someone who doesn't have any sense of like social norms? And I think a lot of that is like, okay, it's fine to be texting first. 60% of the time is almost half anyway. One. Two. Yeah, there's no, if you're looking for percentages, you are now, there's a problem. Right. To me, the issue is more when you text them, are you getting someone who seems like they want to engage in a conversation with you or are you getting one word answers or long times of responses? And again, that's more about like, are they, are you guys a match? Are they like, are they a fun text person to text with? It sounds like she likes texting. And, and is the texting leading to where you get to know them better? Right. As in the form of a date. The thing they're referencing is there was a time where we, um, a friend of mine came on my podcast and was like, he was texting with someone mm-hmm. and he was like, and he sh- he goes, I don't know. And again, this is, this is to the point of there's no such thing as ratios, but he goes, he's telling me, he's going, oh, I don't know, this girl, she's not really texting back. I feel like I'm always making the effort. And I go, well, let me see the phone. Let me read the text. And I look at the phone the whole 
phone, the whole iPhone. It's just him. Was blue. Okay. And I go, I go, I, I go. You're in the Atlantic over here. You're, you're <laughs> drowning. And I said to him, I go, if the whole thing's blue. She's barely answering. Right. That means yeah. there's something off here. Yeah. And it's not about a ratio. It's about the, it's all about all the stuff he said before that. The it's not like I, too. yeah, I yeah. couldn't even read the text. Right. I go, I can too see. Too long? I was like, dude, you're, you're drowning in an right. ocean of blue here. Yeah. I do think you should have some awareness of like, and again, I don't think it's, it means you should text less. It means maybe you need to find someone who can do text better with you, who has a better, who has the same texting style as you. Totally. And it's also about you never think of the texting if things are going well. Right. If you if you're happy, you're not if you had a great uh, meal at the restaurant, you check the check from the re the bill from the restaurant. Yeah. When you've had a bad meal. Oh, they better not fucking charge me for anything. Right. That I didn't get. Yeah. You know, if you've had problems when the waiter brings the food late and then they forget your meal and then they forget the soda and then they forget your coffee and then they forget the drink and then they go uh, and then you get the bill. I don't trust you. Now. I don't right. trust yeah. you now. Yeah. So now I'm looking at the bill going, okay, let me make sure that this is even for me. Right. That's what you're doing when you're checking the text. You're just checking the bill because you're not happy with the service otherwise. Right. You wouldn't notice like anything else, I think. Right. Like in, she even says in my last relationship, I never even thought about it. We text when we text. Right. We call when we call. The fact that you're thinking about it is probably the main issue. And pro it's probably, again, a symptom of other things. Because if you felt like super secure, you wouldn't be. It's the same thing with like sort of like a, the timing of a text. You don't. You only think about things when they're amiss. Yeah. Yeah. And what they're looking. I mean, she's even writing 60%. Like there's a lot of people out there looking for answers to their feelings. Rules. Rules. Yes. That will make it so they can. Manipulate the situation and get and yeah. be right. You know, like they want people want to end things with someone that they're right for ending things mm -hmm. is what especially this podcast, the emails we get. It's like they want to say, well, I asked them on three dates and they asked me on zero. So that so because of that, I should end it. And it's like, right. I don't know, maybe you felt really good about those three dates that you asked them out on. It's a lot like your TED talk. Listen, I'm not not to plug. <laughs> plug city <laughs> let's go to plug city yeah. but uh yeah this That's is sort of that concept yeah. the, the concept of you have to own your feelings right and texting is such a newish thing it's something your parents never dealt with they everyone's looking for answers but the answer is whatever you feel is right yeah and again someone being someone initiate and she's talking about initiating text she's not mm. even talking about like the the blue versus the gray. I guess that was just her opener. In terms of initiating, like, again, you should be able to read if you're, if the other person seems excited to hear yes. from you or if they're like, if, if I got, if I've, you know, I've gone on dates with guys and then they text the next day and I'm like not, or they keep texting and I'm not particularly into it. Usually my com my, my comments are not prolonging the conversation. They're not asking questions. They're not. Sure. They're kind of like, and they're they're answering in a way that I would imagine would be like showing that I'm not interested in a longer conversation. Yeah, and the, I guess the other side of that, there's another version of that where people write back, and you're like, they keep writing back, but there's no plan. Right. And you go, well, then you have to admit a plan is what you want. You know, yeah. like, you know, ask for like, a plan. Like, yeah. ask for a plan, but like when you say like I'm getting back to them short. Sometimes we're not given the luxury of a short answer. Sometimes it's like, yeah, everything's good today. Oh, it's been a great weekend. It's more of a mixed message. It's right? a, it can yeah. be a mixed message. I can understand sure. that because, listen, I'm a mixed message sender. Okay. Because I've... You're like, I text people all the time uh, that I don't care about at all. <laughs> well, I, like, I mean, kind of, but that's more about... That's, again, that's about fair. you. So someone shouldn't be complimented if... Someone shouldn't take it as an amazing sign if you're texting them a lot. And they should... Like, because you do that with everyone. Yes. I mean, and... But someone else who doesn't, let's say someone else doesn't do that, then that is a good sign. You don't know the person, though, so you don't know whether or not that is or isn't. You're trying to figure out what they are. Right. And, you know, if you're doing that, you're going to be lost. Like, mm -hmm. and it's and you're going to be lost for a longer time than you would be because you'll get the answer. You know, right. at some point you'll go, oh, they just like texting a lot of people, you know, like, right. and, and it'll be months in and you'll be like, oh, I, I guess, you know, they're, or you do, all I care about is getting drinks. Like right. it is almost so simple that we make it so not simple. 
Yeah. If you took the minute to look in the mirror and go, okay, why am I texting this person? Because I I like them. What do I want? And, And not to get what you want, but to go, you know, okay, we went on a date from the app and I had a really good time. Let's, let's minimize it to that. What's the next thing I want? Another date. There it is. Right. And then you go, hey, how was your weekend? And they're like, oh, my weekend was great. How was your weekend? Oh, it was great. Cool. Oh, I did this and I did that. And I went to Montauk and I went to Nice. You know, like, you know, mm-hmm. get, get into it. And then at some point you go, uh, when do I get the thing I want? Right. You know? Yeah. And, and, and you, you have, have to ask admit. For it. Or ask or for it. Or ask for it. Yeah. It's one or the other, but the... The text, I think the asking for it is more like, then you don't have to think about any of this shit. Just ask for the thing that you want and then you don't have to worry, think about, is he, well, how much is he initiating? It's like, does he want to go on the date? Yeah. Or not? I'm trying to think of a metaphor. It's like texting's like the tool and the date is the house. Okay. You know, like, I, I don't care how the house gets built. Just fucking use the tools to right. make it happen. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, oh, well, they text six times and I text seven. You're going to be chasing that fucking dragon. It's never going to feel good. And if you're not getting the house and you're not sure about the texting or the other thing, you're kind of like, well, why is this? Is this fun? If I'm not getting any of it. It's fun for them. Well, what's not fun for you might be fun for them. Well, I'm saying, well, you have to ask yourself, is this fun for me? Sure. I totally agree. But you might be... A lot of people get in this sin where they go like, they're trying to figure it out. Well, why would they keep texting me if... I don't give a fuck. You're not having fun. <laughs> yeah. Does you this seem fun? If you're writing in, right. this is fun. 60%. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N, Shoppers get it. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. If you want your email read on the show. Hey, Jordana and Jared. I've listened to all your episodes and never have I heard a story about having sex in a church. We haven't had that one yet. Wow. Here we go. Let's hear it. This awkward sex story is from about a year ago. I bought an old church. Okay. That's didn't weird. fucking a church. You bought in your house. Wait, you had sex in your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was heard a, this right, one. That, that was, was the funny. Down. Right. It's like, it's, it's not what it used to be. No. Otherwise, yeah. I'm sure you guys haven't seen, I'm sure you guys haven't gotten an email about fucking in an old person's home. So I bought an old person. Right. So I was in a hotel that yeah. was a refurbished old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh, I'm sure you guys haven't heard from someone fucking in a deli. <laughs> so I live in a deli. Uh, <laughs> this awkward sex story is from about a year ago. I bought an old church to convert into a home. With pandemic house prices, it was surprisingly half the price of buying a normal house. It's not that surprising. It does, I mean, it looks like it has high ceilings. So, Oh, yeah, cavernous. Once I suggested to my man that we should have sex on the old church altar. So we get, <laughs> bless you. I, I mean, bless us all. Bless us all. <laughs> well timed. <laughs> right. The God just heard you talking shit about someone <laughs> buying his home. Right. <laughs> so we get on the carpet and he goes down on me. Okay. My climax echoes from around the church hall. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. This is a little creepy. <laughs> then I go to get on top of him and he can't get hard. 
I try and try. He can't get hard. He got two in his head about having sex in the church altars, so we had to finish downstairs in our modern apartment. Not getting hard isn't the awkward part. The stained glass window looking down upon the altar says, erected by the ladies of the congregation. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And hallelujah, he is risen. He is risen. I didn't think about how how uh, sexual right. these things are. This is a little on the nose. I guess they weren't talking about my man's cock. She he, she probably thought that joke was funnier than him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're not talking about you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> Attaching pictures for your reference. But out of respect to the community who had baptisms, weddings, and funerals here, please don't post them. Wow. Oh, come on. Is yeah. that respectful if you had a baptism? I would I don't know. I, I, would, I don't think I would I care. don't think it would be disrespectful. Maybe someone would, but uh, and the, old, uh, the thing is they're also going to be able to know who bought the old church. That's fair. Okay. I, out of respect to Never myself getting see, not right. caught. Yeah. That to me is probably the bigger issue. <laughs> oh, who's that lady who bought the church? <laughs> she fucks everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a very open space. It's a weird place to have a home, the stained glass windows. I mean, they got to take some of these signs down. She's got to do some redecorating, I have to say. It still looks very much like a church that she just put like a love seat into. (laughs) Right? Get a big TV. Put it in, you know, put it in that Paint that wall. Yeah, you got to make this look. This, she hasn't done enough restoring. Yeah, I guess this is one of those things. It's like you see those TikToks of like, I took an old cabinet and turned it into my new bedroom. And you're like, (laughs) "Uh, it looks cool during this, you know, watching it on video. Right. And then you get in it. You go, oh, this is nice. You know. Yeah, not quite. We need um, we need a you need an interior designer. Also, fucking on the floor is just no good. Right. That's it seems like she was problem. into doing it for that reason, right? She thought it would be like hot. Yeah. I get the idea of it being hot to have sex in a church that is a real church. Yes. Do well, you know- there was, I mean, there's a very famous story, uh, if you look this up, about Opie and Anthony. That they got in trouble because people used to call from public places. They would call into the show. It's an Opie and Anthony radio show that was on. I mean, there's still around in some way or another, but they used to be very popular in Boston and Okay. You know, during when I was growing up and people would call in from places they were having sex. Okay. And there were two people that called in from the old North Church, I think, and got the radio show in trouble or they got arrested. It was like a whole story. Right. I mean, I wouldn't write in publicly if you're going to do it. But well, I do think that's that's the that's the hotter thing. It's a you're, right. you know, you're doing it's what forbidden. you should. Yeah. Forbidden. It's like yeah. you live here. You own the place. Yeah. It's not that hot. <laughs> Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah. We'll have sex in the pool of our own home. Yeah, like, right. It's just. Yeah, I, I guess it's hot for you two as I a guess, couple. Right, I guess. I think it's I think it's hotter when it's like forbidden. Yes, the the, the forbidden fruit, so to yeah. speak. The juice tastes sweeter. Have you ever had sex in a public place, Jordana? I have, yeah. Where was it? Um, Sagamore Hill. Sagamore Hill. Which is Teddy Roosevelt's old um, home. I used to live in Oyster Bay. Really? Yes. How did that happen? Um, it was... Wait, I mean, this is like a like a monument? It's like, an, it's like a house that used to belong to Teddy Roosevelt. Wow. Um, that now is like a museum. How did... So you were in the museum? <laughs> no, you were, we were out... It was like late at night. Okay. So it was like everyone... In the yard? I lived close to it. Okay. Teddy Roosevelt is from, he like had a, either he was from there, he had a summer home there in Oyster Bay, which mm-hmm. is where my mom lived. And, I, you know, I was there after college and it was like this guy that I was seeing in college. Mm. And he came over and then we were like, oh, let's take a little drive. And then, how about I show you the New Deal? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look at you, history buff. <laughs> history buff. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. the only thing I know. So that was definitely not allowed. Um, it was like the porch. It was like the porch of his house, which okay. you obviously could not get into because it was nighttime. That's hot. Yeah. Little Teddy R sex. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. It's an interesting memory. I'm being told by Sean that wasn't a Teddy Roosevelt. FDR. FDR. The Franklin. Other, the other Roosevelt. The other one. Ugh. Sorry. The one that really helped the real this country. history buff. Yeah. The re- yeah. Sean's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Thank you for correcting that. What though. Is, I'd rather what, that what's it happen now. Teddy Roosevelt-ism? Why don't you poke this teddy bear? There you go. Right? (laughs) (laughs) 
Thankfully, he didn't say that. Thankfully. And about you, anyone, any public place? Um, one time, there's a little island uh, in the middle of a pond that, <laughs> this is getting vague. In a pond or like a lake? I was a, a counselor. pond I think of is very I was small. a counselor. There's a okay. pond that has a little island in it. Okay. And I went with one of the other counselors and, you know. Uh, okay, at night, during the day? It was like during the day and I remember it was like, it was on the ground of the island and the island's very small. Like you said, a pond is small. So the island is called peanut Island. It's like really tiny. I don't know if I should <laughs> peanut, be telling the story. I feel uncomfortable. Right, that, uh, I, I felt uncomfortable yeah, telling I, it too. I, I like I'm gonna, still going to get in trouble. Am I going to get in trouble? No, I don't it think was, you're going to get in These have both been many, many years. Many uh, years mine ago. Mine has been many years. We took yeah. a canoe out there and, you know, we and it was very. It feels like a very intimate thing to share. It right? does feel yeah. intimate. Now that uh, you tell the story, I was like, "This is fun." Now I'm telling the story, and I'm like, "This isn't fun." I'm at glad all. you felt that yeah. way too, because as soon as I said it, I was like, "Was this too intimate of a thing to be sharing?" It feels right. weird. Well, I remember going out there, and we were on the ground. And here's where I relate this to the email. There's no give on the ground. It's not. You know, you're on, if the woman's on top, you're on top. You got, I'm the fucking, you know, I'm, I'm the, the blow up castle. Right. You're you know, you get to bounce wall. up and down yeah. on my fucking stomach, you know, like right. the, the, on the ground is uncomfortable because you, and you realize it very quickly. All of those things are a lot hotter in theory. Totally. Or like in a romance novel oh. than they are in practice. Sex on the beach. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I, I found sand in my ass. For seven years. Even sex in the shower is like, it's a lot of, it's a height thing. It's like a whole Shower thing. sex is yeah. garbage. Yeah. Beach sex is garbage. What you want to do, you want to do foreplay on the beach, yes. sex in the bed. And then leave politely. <laughs> Clean up. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, sweep up the sand. All that stuff. I hope I don't get arrested for this story. This is going to keep me Could you? anxious. For, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think so. There's a statute limitation. a long time ago. Um, there's no prove it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can't find it. no evidence. Maybe I'm just making shit up. Exactly. Did you have a name for it? I like Maddie's name. She had Holy Fuck. I like Holy Fuck. Yeah. That was great. He is not risen. And yeah. the, the Bible banger. I like, I like that. that. I wrote In the Eyes of God. Oh, wow. The Devil's Sword. <laughs> okay. In God we thrust. Oh, that's good. I like yeah. that. In God we thrust. Something wicked this way don't cometh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a friend who had a uh, license plate cover, you know, like the outside of a license plate. Yeah. And it said something wicked this way come. Oh, wow. And we used to make fun of him to Did no Did he mean end. it like in a legitimate way, not Just, ironically? Oh, uh, it was like, you know, tough guy talk. Okay. You know, it's like, you know, it's guy in Oakley is being like. Something wicked this way come. Yeah, wow. it was like the. The banner around your light, you know what I'm talking about. The yeah. the license plate banner that goes around it, like the right, and yeah. it was like, like you as if be he's asking to get pulled over, <laughs> right? It's like he's, he's it's like he's flying down the street in his fucking parents' jeep, you know, <laughs> so cool, bro. yeah, yeah, <laughs> burning down the highway, <laughs> looking for adventure. That song I know. Something this way come. I'm a fucking tool. <laughs> I think I'm a tough guy. I'm gonna rev my engine because my penis is small. You should uh, text the guy this episode. Let him know, then. Yeah, let him know. A lot of people get in trouble this up. episode. Jordana going to jail. Me. Uh, yeah, I know. Could you go to jail? Fucking on an island? No, I, mean, I think I'm good. You're good. Right? Yeah, that's probably public. <laughs> I don't know. It was a bad sexual. I mean, I that's what for this guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah I fucking underperform him too. I'm on. Got a lot to deal with. Got a rock in my fucking ass. <laughs> pebble up my fucking ass. Something asshole. with the altar. Yeah. yeah, right. I get it. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier. And I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my 
hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. Let's do another email. Let's hear it. Uh, this is a call-in email. If you want to call into the show and leave a voicemail, here's the number. We got to give that number. Yes. Oh, I like... Call uh, in with, with, with your uh, super public places that you've had sex, so we feel less weird about yeah, us. Yeah, we want that could add to the awkward sex. What is it? 212-589-8903. I can't believe I got half that fucking number. Oh, you did? Wow. Impressive. Two one two five eight nine eight nine zero three. If you want to be a part of the show, let's hit it. Hi J and J, love the podcast. I have a question on a new hookup. How open are guys to using lube when you are in a new hookup scenario with birth control and everything else? Sometimes it's just dry down there. It doesn't mean I'm not into you, but would like to have some some good sex. So just curious, Jared, what would be your thoughts when you're hooking up and she's dry? I mean, ideally, I would like him to just go down on me. But if that's not an option or he's not taking the hints, what would be your thoughts? Okay. Old Sarah Sahara over here. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, she loves that nickname. Okay. Um... I Very feel like, sexual episode of this, uh, yeah, this podcast. That's, that's okay. Um, I'm still having anxiety over what we're Oh, you're good. You're <laughs> good. They're not coming <laughs> after me. Okay. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> the ghost of Teddy Roosevelt. Haunting Get you. Get off of my <laughs> porch. <laughs> You've been fucking on my summer home property. <laughs> I was trying I'll to think of presidential words and I couldn't think of one. Um, if anyone comes to me. I think you're okay. I hope so. And I think the guy is sitting at home listening to this. Someone in foreign, do does the do you know you think of the guy? Yeah. Yeah. What about him? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's out there. He's, yeah. Someone's like, what's your favorite president? He's like, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> that is the funny thing of, he, of the, the story told from the other angle. Right. This guy what is, would she say? She'd be like, this guy fucking two pump chumped me on an island. <laughs> In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of the fight. We had to canoe back with him being like, I'm sorry. It's a real sad story. <laughs> My bad. I swear. It never happens. Why don't we just canoe back? And Well, mine's like the situationship guy. So maybe I maybe I give the number to the cops and he can get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? We heard a story. <laughs> it's the long, long game revenge. Here. Come with us, sir. In the name of Teddy Roosevelt. 
Under arrest. You're under arrest. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if it was too bad. It was definitely, I couldn't. I, I remember reading this, when we when I read this church email about the guy not getting up, I was like, I've been there it's on never, the wrong surface. It's never the best situation. It's a no. lot of, also, you're just, it's a little, you're a little anxious. You're not relaxed. There's, yeah. There's things everywhere. Got a fucking pine cone in your knee. Exactly. Yeah. All right. To answer this person, we can answer this. I, I, I have some thoughts in the loop. Guys like it when you have direction. So right. many times in the bedroom situation, we are put to to being, you know, the leader right. of this situation, which is hot. You know, I understand you want some a lot of women want the guy in control to be, mm -hmm. you know, kind of leading. But I think if someone was like, I need some lube, I don't think of it in terms of I'm not doing well. Right. You know what I mean? I think that's maybe her concern is like, oh, let me help you out. I wouldn't mean that. No, right. and I would go, oh, and I, but I would want to be led. I, I don't know. I don't want to sit there with it like it's a ketchup bottle, like, pfft, you know, <laughs> and squirting it out on you, not really knowing how to do Because I wouldn't know. Saying she would, you would want her to take the lead with it. Yeah, you know? and also, like, speak glowingly of it. Don't make it, in, I, I think, if lube is presented because you need it, which mm -hmm. is what she's saying, I would want it to be, you can make anything a positive. Okay. Is my point. And when you're in a bedroom with someone, when someone's naked with you and they're being vulnerable just by the sheer fact that they're naked, mm -hmm. it's nice to go, oh, that you know what makes me feel great? You know what makes me really right. feel good? You know, oh, I actually, if you go into the closet, it, the the side dr the, the drawer. That's a better way to phrase it than here's a problem I have. Right. Right. Oh, I'm dry as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Squirt this Do you on. mind? Yeah. 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 It's like. I think yeah, like you said, phrasing it as I love I love it when you do this. Mm -hmm. I like it when you do that. You wouldn't yeah. be like, This is would you feel like it was too much? No. I don't yeah. think I would. I, I just would I don't know I guess I'm not very experienced in the lube category. Right. So I would you know, it sounds like of, she is. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what like a male equivalent would be. I don't even know how to spread it on. Do you put it on like a hot dog? You know, like I don't know. like would I put it on my dick like a hot dog? A mustard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Maddie's freaking out. <laughs> I'm just saying, I wouldn't know. You, you want her? You I want right, direction. Let like, me know. You, yeah, she wouldn't give it to you. Be like, here, go yeah. for it. Right. You'd have to take the lead, which I think she'd probably be fine with. Sure. Yeah. I I just wouldn't think negatively of it. To me, it enhances. I'm it's it's to, nice. If a guy brought in lube. Yeah. I, would you assume that he's like after anal? Like, is that the assumption? I didn't think of that until now. Oh, I would. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought this to ease the situation. What? Or, or maybe he's huge. I don't know. That would be a little cocky. No, no pun intended. <laughs> I would say to to do that. Got these magnums. I'm trying and I to got think. this grease. If a guy brought in something, yeah, I don't know. I guess it'd be fine. I think it's different for. I think it's more acceptable if it's a woman. Yeah, and I think also like having it in your bedside table is like mm -hmm. like in the same way condoms. Like, right? It's nice. Yeah, I like that. I like that you're thinking ahead. That you're you're looking to make this comfortable for you, and by virtue, comfortable for us. Right, and you're comfortable with sex. Yes, in general. that's a that's good. That's also thing. a good thing. Yeah, it reminds me of you know in Superbad mm. when they're gonna go to the party and Michael Sarah's character. He's like, he's like, what'd you, he's like, I brought a condom and a little bottle of spermicidal lube. Yes. And he's like 17. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are you bringing spermicidal lube? She's like 17 years old. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. 
Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Ready to play some games? Let's do it. Let's play some games. Okay. UUP at Betches.com. Listen, people, it's a faux pas summer. Get your faux pas. You know where to bring them. Go to get, the beach. Get your faux pas here. Exactly. Get your faux pas here. Are you going to bring, you bring on, it to Montauk, of yeah, course? Yeah, of course. And if you're on the beach, you might. You never know when Jared might pop up behind you with it, <laughs> like as a faux pas vendor. Get your... Get them while they're hot. I got yeah. I'll have their... a, the big, the big cooler around my neck. Yeah. Faux pas here. Drink of the summer. <laughs> I only think of them in Boston accents because it's like the Red Sox Base, game. The baseball games. Yeah. yeah. Faux pas here. Get your faux pas. We got a delicious tequila soda, grapefruit, and orange. That'd be great. Next time, bring some. Next time you go to the beach in America, bring a bunch, and you never know. You never know which beach Jared will be going to. You he never could know. Be behind you. Bartlett pear. <laughs> Spicy mango. Spot on. Lemon and mint vodka soda. <laughs> <He's not done>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Today's Red Flag Deal Breaker is brought to you by Faux Pod. Just in time for summer, there's a new can cocktail that's made for Betches by Betches, and it's ready to drink, so you can bring it to wherever the group text takes you next. They come in four delicious flavors with a Betches twist and beautiful, vibrant packaging, so they look good and taste even better. And of course... They're served best cold like a K text. Okay. Hey, J&J. This incident is nearly 15 years old, but I felt I should share it with the pod. To set the stage, I had a roommate in college who, let's say, let's just say wasn't particularly courteous when it came to roommate etiquette and her sex life. Or even just etiquette around <laughs> general cleanliness for that matter. She had quite the rotation of men who were in and out of our room. And one day from under her piles of clothes, food, etc., surrounding her bed on the floor, she pulled a Poland spring water bottle out that was stuffed with, yup, used condoms. Ooh, the old condom um, bottle. The old water bottle full of condoms <laughs> that are used. You know. <laughs> As you can imagine, my reaction was some combination of shocked, disgusted, and confused. And when I asked her why, she claimed it was out of courtesy for me so that I wouldn't see them in our trash can. As if a simple tissue or the communal bathroom trash weren't options. So my question for you, if you're a guy, and after a sexual encounter, the girl pulls out a water bottle full, bottle full of used condoms. Is that a red flag or deal breaker? I'd have to think the latter, but would love to hear your thoughts. Cheers. This is one of those rare red flag deal breakers that doesn't turn me on. Wow. I got to say, it took us a long time. It took, it took us, us a while years. to get here. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> finally, finally, it's finally a deal breaker for this you. This is a deal breaker. I mean, more so because I watched the show Hoarders. Oh, you're worried about that? Well, okay. the way she explained it is exactly how the hoarders explain their home. <laughs> they go, can't throw anything well, out. Well, I got to keep. I got to keep those old um, uh, tissue boxes. And you're like, why do you need it? <laughs> and they're like, well, what if I get more tissues? And you're like, that's not how tissues work. Well, the boxes might be used to keep old laundry. And you're like, we can throw away the tissue. You know, yeah, they always we have. We can throw away the used condoms. Right. And it's like the. The reaction of she claimed it was out of courtesy for me. No, I put the condoms in the Poland spring bottle for you. you I was thinking they might be like souvenirs of sexual conquests. Yeah, that that is gross, too. Like hanging up the 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 paws of bears you've taken down in the wild. Yeah, I don't like that. That's worse for you. Oh, (laughs) I don't care. Yeah. And that was great. I mean, if a guy had that, <laughs> I would run very right. far away, I think. I don't know. And also the different colors. Like, the, the 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 smell of cum alone. Yeah. Not great. Mixed. It, all different men's. Right. Mixed. 
And these are the babies that never happened. Like, <laughs> so she's perfect in every way. But she's got uh, a no. she's got a Poland Spring bottle of used condoms from previous men that she slept with. I'd be like, is this where you keep your balloons? No, what is that? Uh, and she puts it in right after. The, the The excuse didn't make any sense. I didn't want you to see it in the trash. Go to the bathroom, shove it, or in take the, out the garbage. Yeah, go in the garbage. Yeah, this is very weird. Condoms generally used condoms just in general are kind of like they just look yeah. all Cover bad. Yeah, they, yeah, none of it is good. The wrapper, the condom. We the... finally found the thing that broke you. I'm broke. I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> Used condoms in a Poland Spring bottle are a young man's game. That's right. That's right. Not for you anymore. Okay. Okay. They pose nude for art classes as a hobby or side hustle. Um, How old are we? She's 85. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be okay with it. I think I'd be okay with it too. Yeah. It's art. It's art. Also, there are rules. Like, yeah. it's people painting. You know, it's not like, I guess uh, it could be a photography class. We're in so. college. It's side hustle. They need some money for books. Right. Posing nude their way through school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like they're hanging up in their home being like, and these are my nudes. Right. You know, like. They get paid. It's a job. Yeah. To me, it's nothing. I think it's fine. It's a turn on, actually. This is another one that would turn me on. I'd be like, wow, they're like cool, you know. Right. Well, I'm like, what does the bod look like for me? Like that. Botticelli. Yeah. They, I mean, they must, they're, they're very comfortable in the news. Yes. And then I would be like, paint me next. Want you, they don't do the painting. They get painted. They get painted. Oh, sorry. And they're like, I want you to paint me like one of my community class classes <laughs> that I pose nude for. My community college. Paint, <laughs> paint me like one of my college dropouts do. Exactly. <laughs> paint me like a woman who has too much time on her hand does. Exactly. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Okay. Faux pas or nah? J&J. Huge fan and benefit subscriber who recommends this podcast at every opportunity. Thank you. Red flag or deal breaker. On Bumble, a guy is blinking in all his profile photos. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but swiped left for unrelated reasons, mainly distance. <laughs> I love that. I told some friends and they thought this was juvenile and would have, have swiped left immediately. If relevant, he is 49. Thoughts? Thanks for all that you do. 49 is relevant. That is Because I'm not sure if this is a joke or not. Is that? I'm confused as she, what she even means. He's, he's his eyes the, are, how do you know if someone's blinking or their eyes are closed? That's a wink, not a blink. Oh, blink? She said he's blinking. Oh, as in how like do his you know? eyes are closed. I thought it was him just going wink. That like, makes more sense because you can tell that that's a wink. If someone's right. blinking, it's just like their eyes are closed, right? <laughs> like that's what I thought the picture was. I thought it was just this guy in different winking. outfits. But we can agree, winking is different than blinking. Yeah, blinking. Like, how do you? Right, like that. That's weird. Is that? Yeah, that would be bizarre. The winking is kind of funny, although also again a little bit immature. The the winking, it would to me, it would be like, oh, they're not taking this seriously. This right. is just a a goof. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'd be like funny, and then I would move on. I like if be there like, was one wink picture, if it was like him, him, like yeah, right, two yeah. thumbs up and yeah. winking, yeah. Like if it was the last one, that'd be fun. Maybe he's dressed like in an '80s kind of attire. He looks like he's on the set of Full House. I do wonder if she meant winking or not. She has to be because blinking is this. Right, that's what I'm saying. Not, not cute at all. Yeah, like you no fucked offense. up. <laughs> what? I've, been, I've got to redo my whole profile oh, now. Mine's all just missed the, the, the B sides from my Get photo roll. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Um, if yeah, they were, this would be blinking. I think either way, I'd probably be out. But I, I think all, all winking is also like. 49, you're not really trying. You're just trying to have sex. Really. If it's, yeah, the, the winking is goof. You're in too yeah. much of goof territory, all the pictures. I agree, totally. I, my dad's a winker. In pictures? No, just generally. I'm very Anytime bad at he, winking. Do it. That was good. Was it? Yeah, oh. that was natural. Okay. My dad, he, uh, he but I'll catch him. Okay. So if you bring new people around, he'll be like, he'll be smiling. And then if they make icon, I'll see him. If the, like, if you made icon with my dad while another conversation is going, he'll be like, oh, interesting. give you a wink. And I'm like, I, I don't know. It's do you do that. No, I'm out of the wink game. Okay. I can do it. 
You have to be confident in your winking abilities to be a winker. It is confidence on display. Yeah. Like to literally to look make at someone sure, and go. Just to know it won't look weird. <laughs> <laughs> confidence of a. Right. Because you look like a fucking chooch. Like, I don't know a better word right. to describe yeah, it's it. It's really. What is a chooch? What's a chooch? Did you make that word up? I've heard it. It's been used in the description that it. I just gave. What does Urban Dictionary say? A person without common sense, an Italian slang. Okay. That sounds, that sounds look accurate. Look at this chucharone. An Italian slang. <laughs> the, the Tony the contractor. Yeah. Chooch. Look at this chooch. He's winking at you constantly. Right. Okay. Love well, it. we solved dating again. We did it again. That's it for today's Red Flag or Deal Breakers presented by Faux Pot Can Cocktails. They're 8% alcohol made with real vodka or real tequila, gluten-free, and contain no artificial flavors or artificial friends because we aren't into overcomplicating things. Faux Pot, drink of the summer. You've heard us talk about it many times. I think you guys know by now. If you haven't tried it, get out there and do it. And we will see you on Sunday for our Sunday special. Boom. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.